I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Roe. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. If life is a present, then mine is hot tied with a bow. If you can't hang with them, hire your driver to be your friend and be on camera with you. (laughs) Guys, those are both thinkers. (laughs) I told Davia before we started recording, I was like, is this does this make any sense? Because I like just thought of it. Because I'm, you know, thinking is hard, you guys. Okay, I'm a lady. And I said, oh, there's a payoff there if you think about it. And David was like, you're a thinker. Shout out to Luann for almost being hogtied. Um, happy holidays. Guys, it's Andy's girls. It's episode 64. Really? Wow. Yeah, I actually knew it, and I don't know if that's ever happened before, which means I'm probably wrong and I'm too (laughs) lazy to check. We're actually recording. If you get like a little extra echo today, you should um, appreciate it because it's like the ghost of Bobby's Aaron saying hello, sneak peek of next week. And also we're recording in Damien's illustrious living room yeah. and it's so pretty. First and time so, we've ever been here. First time I've ever been here and I'm moving in. I told him I'm so excited to move all of my shows here right Sarah's after Sarah's looking my at the walls, which are a shade of periwinkle. Oh my God. And I'm not allowed to paint my oh. apartment walls. So they're that like white 
bullshit white. Yeah. But I die for a little periwinkle and you have black and white tiles in your kitchen and a Barbie magnet on your fridge. It's a paper doll, yeah. It looks sort of like Paris Hilton. Yeah, sure. Wearing like a little short jean skirt. Does Barbie wear short jean skirts? Yeah, that was what it came with. So cute. Well, I'm so happy You have to be a here. cocktail napkin wrapped around one of your toes. So, a pink cocktail <laughs> napkin. I have a pink medical tape that matches my petty around yes. my big toe because while I was in L.A., um, kikiing with Sherman from Shaws of Sunset, um, I got into a fight with a door and the door won. <gasps> so I split open my big toenail. Oh, no. So if I um, end up owning a boutique in Silver Lake called... Did you just get a match on Tinder? Did I just get over? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I get matches on Tinder all the time, but like they're all terrible people. I they're all ma- people that you don't remember swiping right on, and you're like, oh, they're all why? people where I honestly have to question. Because my thing with Tinder is, here's how I got fucked up with Tinder: is I started swiping right for people that I thought like seemed like good people, but mm, I would not want to have sex with. Yeah. And then it like changes the algorithm, so all the people that match with me, I'm like. I just don't think so. I just don't think that would happen. And there was a guy that, like, I was deciding whether or not to swipe with for, like, this week. And his bio was, like, what was it? It was, like, I have a cleaning lady twice a month. And I'm, like, that's how you're going to get someone to fuck you or whatever? Yeah. Or, like, find your wife or whatever? Is by saying twice a month I have a cleaning lady? I'm, like, what is that telling me about you? I don't know. That I'm seems more operational than philosophical. Terrible. They're so bad and so bad in New York. If you're following Sarah on social media, it's really the highlight of her Instagram is just, <laughs> is just seeing the people that are on Tinder. Damien said before we started recording, he's, like, your Instagram is all, like, Tinder screenshots and Screenshots of housewives, like, <laughs> Um, so Um, guys you should follow my instagram because thanks to um damien i'm now public so follow me at dame galley i love hearing from you guys so um follow me because i want to double my um count in like an hour and a half and look at damien's at damien bellino yeah follow me please um oh also i i mean i don't know if this is the place to talk about it but, what? Who did um, I have sex with? No, no, Tell, remind no. me. I, I am somebody who is a fan of your podcast. Uh-oh. Or a listener, I should say. Okay. Um, I but th- also a fan. But also a fan. Guys, I feel like a lot of you are listeners, presum- but maybe was, not fans. I feel like that was presumptuous to assume he was a fan. I he- love how many of you reach out to me, by the way, and let me know that you hate my audio. Because <laughs> you're all being forced to listen to me. And guys, I'm working on it, but it costs a million dollars. Also, okay? you've really upgraded. I mean, you've come I've, a long way. You've, the had, glow up is real. Right. But this I've had new Vicky audio. This is like... Facelift, but like you know, swollen oh and still my relaxing. God, like after the lobster clam bake. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your onion ring moment, guys. Um, yeah, it's it, we're working on it. But I met. I mean, Be I didn't. Nice. I did not meet. I was drunk, very drunk. I had. I should apologize to this person. I was incredibly drunk. I had been drinking all day um, Memorial it. Day weekend, oh. like from brunch until like midnight. Okay. So I was. That at, sounds. That sounds healthy. Yeah, it was a good decision for me. <laughs> I mean, I was like pretty like coherent, but also like very drunk. And I was okay. at a drag show in Hell's Kitchen. As one does in midtown okay and someone like smiled at me and like showed me their phone and it was like a picture i guess of them in like it was a picture of an andy's girls t-shirt <laughs> and i like i don't know if i texted you that night and i was like stairs sam but like i also like looked at it and like and like said like i know that or like gave them a thumbs up because like i was too like drunk to be like oh wait how do you have it? like i didn't ask any of the questions that a normal person would ask what did you just what did you say i said like i know that <laughs> So like I apologize to that Did person. Did they ask for being you for rude. a selfie? No, he was just like, oh, like. And but he, he like recognized you. I That's suppo- amazing. Yeah, I guess he recognized me from your podcast. <gasps> And, oh my um, god! I can't wait to be recognized. I just need to stand near so you. So that's exciting that the reach is real, and this was the in New York City. Real. How metropolitan? How metropolitan? And how deeply gay? Yeah, which is so gay. my audience. It was at a uh, Marty Shout Gold Cummings drag show. So <laughs> what could be better? Oh my god! And you were too drunk to talk about like housewives. Yeah, I was like too disoriented. I was just like, and then like my roommate was my friend Seth was with me, and he was like, "Oh, like what did that person say?" And I was like, "I something that Andy's girls." <laughs> Well, first off, that's amazing. So shout out to that listener for being um, such a fan. Yeah, We're going to call you a super fan. Holla. Holla. And then also, that's a great segue into a fun contest that I'm doing with oh. Kristen Takeman. Tell me. Guys, we had Kristen Takeman on the show a couple weeks ago and on the after show on um, TV Party. And we're doing a fun contest with her where you 
because Kristen has that amazing style blog called Last Night's Look. Damien's giving me a smile. <laughs> I love it. Um, which is amazing, and I love it. I die for it. I'm wearing my first jumpsuit, so I will take a photo and get her thoughts. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll enter the contest. I think I will with this outfit. Um, so take a photo of your favorite look and tag at Kristen Takeman and at Dame Galley on Instagram and hashtag last night's look. And the winner gets an Andy's Girls t-shirt, much like the one that that listener was showing to you oh. while you were a sloppy drunk mess. <laughs> and you also get, this is super exciting, a pop of color nail polish. I was literally just going to say the only contest I want to be involved in with Kristen Takeman is if she gives me like a pop of color oh, nail 100%. polish. Oh, 100%. Maybe. I, I don't think I can enter probably since I'm the no, you, co- you co-creator have to, of we, the podcast. No, excuse me. I'm um, also a co-creator of the podcast and I'm entering my own my own contest. Like best, I probably won't win but I like, really like want, we're um, both gonna I enter really right want, after like this. a fun color to paint my nails at the beach this summer oh my god so we'll both enter because i like genuinely want pop of color yeah, me too. like i that's feel like cute. i'm cheating on her by wearing zoya like i should be wearing oh, that's a cute color you have thank you and i'm also re-watching season seven of new york um, is that when um ramona throws the glass in her face no i think that was season six season seven no season seven they're just landed on wherever the fuck they are i want to say saint john but i know that's wrong um how are she and josh doing they're good. Okay, I was just wondering. Thank <laughs> you. I was just wondering. Like I always. No, they're super good. Thought- she said she was one of the few people that said that um, Housewives made her marriage stronger. Well, because I guess everything is sort of put out there. So if you're able to sort of survive it, then cool. Yeah. Good for them. Um, so no, they're talk- doing great. They're talk- going- so guys, enter it. You can also tweet it to us. But can you please fucking enter? Because I want to see how adorable you motherfuckers are. And I want to give somebody some pop of color nail polish after I apply it on my hands and my toes. Love it. Um, this week, I felt like I have a lot of thoughts about Housewives. And I, want to, I really want to hear your opinion on them. Because I'm like, I actually have genuine questions. And I want you to just give me answers, even if they're not the correct ones. Okay. So, like... What changed? What agreement did? Why are you laughing at me? Because I feel like I'm about to be quizzed, and I'm 100 percent sure I'm going to fail. No, it's like really just like genuine questions about like production and like behind the scenes stuff. But like, what agreement did Bethany and Carol have that like went sour off camera? Because like, Carol is so (gasps) anti Bethany that like deep diving that like there's something like so this week they had that conversation over whatever brunch and Bethany was super hungover from. I don't remember. There was the a there was skinny a, the jean, skinny girl, the skinny girl jean party. party. That's all about inclusive sizing, and the name of the company is Skinny Girl. Yeah, but so they cool. like go up to size. Like, I just I think a million. What's fascinating is that I don't know. I mean, it really seems like I, I and I've said this before in the podcast, and it's not my thought. It's like a friend of a friend's thought. But like every season of Housewives is about like the downfall of one woman, and I feel like mm. we're kind of. I feel like you would think that it would be Luann, but I actually think this is her redemption season. I feel like we've been watching her like crumble, and this is her at her lowest. Yeah, and I feel like this is the beginning of the downfall of Bethany. Like Bethany is at odds with everybody to the point where like the person that she's like talking about Carol with is her driver, driver. which is so funny to me because I was like, that makes it kind of makes me sad, and I I found myself feeling like a little bit of sympathy towards Bethany this week because I felt like every person was just like like Dorinda had beef with her and then like Sonia um, Ramona has beef with her like Sonia is her ally and it's like you have to wonder like the circum like I love Sonia but like when she's the person you have on your side it's like because you have legitimately had falling outs with all of the people and I feel like did she befriend Carol in the beginning when um, she came back to the franchise because she thought Carol was the smartest most down to earth other person on the show that she could be like I need this person on my team because I don't want to go at odds with this person. And then something went wrong. And now it's like, Carol's like, oh, I was being like, I, the wool was over my eyes. And now I need realize that this person is. I don't think the that devil. Bethany trusted Carol because Carol was down to earth. I think Bethany trusted Carol because Bethany came back as a super elitist and said, this is someone who's like a part of the Kennedy family. I want to be partnered up with her. I'm sure it didn't oh. help that Carol and Andy are personal friends and Carol and Bethany are personal friends. I think Bethany looked at Carol as more of an ally, someone on her level than like sloppy, you're floozy about Sonia. Andy, so you're saying that Andy is good friends with both of them? Yeah, he is. He's, you, and he said that. And do you he think that's true still, that they're both, that he's still good friends with them now that they're back on the I, shows? This is what I keep asking people um, and what I've asked the last couple of weeks of AG, which is how is Andy mediating this? Because he is genuinely personal friends with Carol and Bethany. He, when he references their fight on Watch What Happens Live, and obviously they're on hi- hiatus right now, which is like the worst possible time to be on hiatus um, for me um, in America, I, I feel like he isn't, has no interest in like I don't think he and Bethany are good friends this. anymore. I feel like that was really? – I feel like it was because she – was off the show and got a spin off and like they had a like a 
an understanding that like she was the star and like that's why she got a spinoff. But I feel like now that she's back in the throw and like and the spinoff I, is Bethany and Frederick. Is that the spinoff? No, I'm or sorry. About I felt Bethany like, I feel like when she got, like, like when she got her okay. other Bethany, spinoff yeah, and Bethany left the Housewives originally, right. that they were like he like acknowledged like we're friends now. Yeah. But I feel like now that she's back in the throws, like no one's giving her a nice edit this season. Even if Dur- some I know that Dorinda said in page six that like she gets a good edit, which I be- I believe that she ha- in the past has been tr- treated with preferential treatment. But I feel like at this point, if everybody hates you, if the if like there's too much smoke then there's fire and like if everybody is saying that bethany is mean and awful then she's there's probably some truth to that i don't think she's getting a terrific i think she's i don't i think that they're still giving currying favor her way this season i don't think she's getting a true bitch at it i i think that what's happening is they're probably saying so much that the editors and production feels like they need to insert a little bit of it but i still think she's getting away with a lot. I mean, that conversation that she had with Carol where she's like, I love Adam. I love Adam. And you can tell Carol's like in her head, like you can go fuck yourself. And then she finally decides like, let's just hug and like move on from this because I know I'm right. And this is just dumb, but it's like, Carol knows that Bethany is full of shit. Like that, the whole, you asked when this started. And I think that Carol probably got tired of how Bethany is 24-7, which is living in the world of Bethany, where it's all about this, all about that. Carol probably genuinely was really disrespected by the fact that she gave Bethany $5,000 for Puerto Rico, and Bethany sent her, like, some sassy, smart-ass text and didn't give her a single shekel for her the marathon. I think that actually did matter to her. And I think that Carol still has feelings for Adam 100% and doesn't want to let go of that and also cares about him a lot and was really, really upset that Bethany was trying to... Um, not even insinuate. She was genuinely, literally saying that Adam was a piece of crap for not donating time, even though he's a fucking freelancer. Like, Bethany's like, he comes from a good family. We're all donating whatever he should be, too. And it's like, you have a bajillion dollars and a team of people making sure that your life runs at a certain pace. So you can't really compare yourself to someone who's like a raw food vegan chef, was like living with his girlfriend, living wherever the fuck he is now in like some sort of of shtetl or whatever and saying that because he doesn't want to or is cannot afford at this point to donate to your organization that makes him an operator like I think Carol felt like that was an insinuation that Adam was an operator in their relationship and she was like no fuck you like that that was just too much for her because it was bad enough when Bethany was making her life all about her but when she started to attack Carol's life Carol's like no this isn't okay and when Carol started saying it wasn't okay Bethany lost her shit because Bethany's like you're trying to start an argument with me you're trying to do blah 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 and it's like carol's actually just calling you out like what i used to love about bethany was that and carol references in her um most recent blog which was like should be fucking emmy nominated i know it's Mm -hmm. like this blog should the title of the blog should be like for your consideration i mean i think it's like so amazing so strong you just have to read the whole thing i was like reading it on the way here to see if i could like pull out some pieces to read you but it's all just so fucking amazing i simply cannot um but that's something that carol talks about which is like bethany used to at least be able to say i fucked up when she did and now she completely can't like yeah that moment with dorinda where but i thought that the, the like, nutcracker thing is so fucking dumb and also just like it speaks to like obviously the power of television and the edit but like that happened and i remember thinking in the moment before dorinda even acknowledged it i was like oh god is bethany not gonna say thank you because like clearly that's gonna be a plot point if she doesn't fucking yeah. say thank you because she was acting like an idiot but not saying thank you right but then dorinda obviously brought that to people's attention and then it came up and then they showed a flashback where bethany was like i can't thank you i'm so grateful like take my credit card number i'll take all of the and i was like oh well we didn't see that before right and then i was like well so did she say thank you i was just like then i was confused and i was like she seems really self-involved and terrible um, but I also wonder if it's like everybody just hates her now. So like now they're all just like, just, I don't know. Looking for stuff. Yeah. I honestly didn't understand the nutcracker thing. I was like, I didn't understand why it was a big deal. I also felt just so bad for this child that her mom's going to be look, look how much I love you. Like I paid someone to drive eight hours, both ways to drop off something that you're going to care about for five seconds. Like I, I just genuinely think that's kind of depressing that that's what Christmas means to Bethany. And I mean, I don't have a kid and you know, I, you know, I die for shoes and dresses, so it's not like I'm not materialistic. Sweet. I mean, her kid's like little, it's like a way to like, it's like what the thing that she wanted apparently or whatever. I thought it was weird. I thought she was like my child because I, I just thought it was, we- I just honestly thought it was weird. I mean, I remember like tickle me em- Elmo being like the shit. Remember when we were little mm-hmm. and like people would like die over tickle we me. We weren't Emma. that little. We were kind of little. <laughs> 
<laughs> we were babies. We were like I 10th just... grade. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I just felt like that was, I don't, I don't know. I'm just really, I'm coming in hot about B this season. I'm really upset about it. I mean, it. you know, I came in hot about her like three seasons ago or two seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, and whatever. I was really like, mad at you. Yeah, and I feel like, a little bit I feel justified because I feel like the show caught up with my opinion, but... Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think the sh- See, what I'm doing, Bethany Frankel, if you're listening, is that I'm admitting that I was wrong <laughs> and that somebody else is right. I wonder, I do think that Bethany, I feel like it does feel a little reminiscent of Beth, Carol and Bethany's argument feels a little reminiscent of Bethany and Jill's argument. Maybe not that it's being, like, maybe not that Bethany's producing the argument, but that, like, she just wants to make up with Carol to, like, make the show good and that carol is like nah we're not friends anymore basically like our friendship is different now like we can be friends but it's the same way i'm gonna be friends with like luann like we're gonna be cordial and be in the same group but like you're not my you're my ally here you're not my confidant like i'm not gonna talk to you off camera that is literally what happened in season three when there was a certain point where bethany was announcing that she was engaged at that like us magazine or whatever the hell hot maxim 100 bullshit party (laughs) and people were going outside and congratulating bethany and jill was saying to bobby like i should go outside i should congratulate her i don't know what to do and so they like went outside or whatever rest in peace by the way we'll see that next week um but jill went outside and was like you know congratulations whatever she congratulated jason and jill was so strange at that point that she was like i know how this is gonna look i just wanted to make sure that you knew you know it wasn't that i was delaying saying congrats to you i was just waiting for bobby you have to rewatch it's just it's the strangest weirdest moment where jill like even in a moment of giving someone a mazel and getting engaged she's like i you know i know i waited five minutes after everybody else it's not that i wasn't sure what to do I just was waiting for my husband to say congrats it's very strange rewatch it guys um but I felt like it was sort of remnant what's happening now is reminiscent of that moment now that Bethany has fully transitioned to season three Jill Bethany just wants to make this better like when they met at Le Cirque I want to say at the end of season three and they had that lunch mm-hmm. um and they were like trying to come to a place of peace bethany and jill this is what's happening now bethany's like i don't want to talk about this anymore because i know it's just going to fuck me up and bethany probably is genuinely stressed about this she just doesn't have enough i don't know humility to understand that she's causing a lot of distress because she's not owning her behavior i mean does she need the show for her business probably yes she does because she left the show and she and she tried to be she tried to be oprah and oprah was like sorry i mean she needs the show because it helps her brand stay on television and it reminds people that it's a thing because eventually in like four in like nobody's gonna care three years five years no one will remember it you know what i mean it's just like it's a thing that we're gonna be toasting haul out of sonia's toaster oven it'll finally happen (laughs) but i think that she's not going to get that spinoff about her family. Like, she's not going to get a spinoff that's about, like, no one cares. I mean, I don't watch yes, the Yes, about her family? Who's going to be in that spinoff right, I'm, about I'm her just family. saying, like, there isn't a spinoff that's, like, her personal life, like the Manzos or Nini's. Like, right, Mary, it would be, like, like Bethany at work. Right, and I don't think anybody wants to watch that. Because we watch that that's every week That's what we now. watch on The Housewives. Right. So I feel like she needs it, but I don't know. Like, it does seem like the reunion is going to be her on one. Like, it seems like it's going to be Luann's redemption because she's basically going to come back from rehab and put on a cabaret. We know yep. that because we went to the cabaret. First night. No so it feels down. like, it does feel like that it's Luann's redemption, but it feels like everybody else is against, it feels like Dorinda's against Bethany, Ramona's against Bethany, and Carol's against Bethany. And I don't know where Tinsley and Sonia fall, but they're sort of like switzerland in this scenario no tinsley is anti-bethany because tinsley and carol are bff true i guess so i just feel like i mean and but i guess we're gonna see jill next week i don't know how they're gonna shoehorn that in because you told me and i don't know if you're not a producer but you are you know, but like you said that that's her only moment on this season yeah so i just don't know like if how they're gonna shoehorn that in but it does, think- it does seem like it's time for them to re- like actually be friends for business at this point because jill probably could use it for her own like life and also bethany like needs her as a lifeline to be on the show i was watching that i 100 agree i was also watching this week's episode and i was like oh my god bethany's gonna become like the kim zolciak for this reunion because it's gonna be everybody mm-hmm. saying totally you were wrong you were wrong and bethany i think is going to lose her shit or she'll totally turtle down and be like aviva aviva's first reunion be like i'm so sorry you're totally right i fucked up i don't which think is she'll not ever good, do it which is not good tv and then aviva came back the second season and was like, I, like don't, I don't think that bethany will ever apologize for it all because she'll always feel like they're attacking her because she's like the fan favorite the star the, the richest the most successful like she will always find a way to say like you guys are just trying to find a way to like bring me down and i think she'll feel i think she feels most thrown because now carol is all part of that and like carol brought up that that bethany said that luann was a loser <laughs> just that, so Beth, amazing that bethany said that 
um, Dorinda was the one to like leak something to page six. That, like yeah. she's telling stuff that like was obviously a phone conversation that wasn't filmed. And like Bethany basically said, like, I can't believe like you're saying this. Yeah. She basically, she you said like 45 year old, but she said something in her, com- um, in her confessional that was to allude to like, Maybe she told like, she traitor. told Carol stuff in confidence yeah. that she was not expecting to like, and she can't believe that like. Right, but I'm sure in co- I mean, like I'm sure in confidence, Carol was like, "I really love Adam and whatever," and True. Bethany didn't didn't care enough to be respectful about how she was portraying um, Adam on camera. I mean, you said some stuff about how Bethany was saying like, "I feel I think Carol looks sad." Was that you? Somebody was saying this the, recently. You mean Ramona Singer said that? No, no, no. <laughs> that that Bethany was saying that Carol. When Bethany kept saying that Carol looked sad to Ramona and mm-hmm. whomever else, she was doing it because she was trying to create. Maybe it was Danny Pellegrino last week because she was trying to create um, tension and try to produce on camera. So by her saying Carol looks out on camera, she's trying to create and is kind of like tiptoeing to the editors and being like, "Listen, I'm saying Carol looks sad on camera, so like you know, go to a clip of Carol looking sad on camera." That she's trying to manipulate the plot, and that's what that's another thing that's pissing off Carol is like finding out that Bethany is saying, my face I'm, is like I'm feeling like I'm like <laughs> trying to seduce Sarah. I'm so into this. So Bethany is doing that. It. She's trying to like derail it from being about her and Carol right. and more about like Carol's relationship right. with Adam and her like downfall. Right. Another thing to keep, which in- is talking about production. Mm. They're talking about production when when Carol's like that upsets me. It's not that you're saying that I'm sad. I'm not over it. It's because you're trying to paint me as something. But sorry, continue going. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, I, it's fascinating. And I think that something that I found, this happened to Basketball Wives. When, <gasps> oh my God, I'm so behind, Damien. So, I'm but so did you, sorry. Did you, Shout out to VH1. Did you ever watch Basketball Wives um, LA when Drea like quit the show in the middle of the season? She didn't like she quitted it during, quitted it? She like, didn't quit come it to a reunion guys. one season, but then you another season she like quit. Like she just like stopped filming and like didn't show up to the rest of the show. Um, and it was, she, it, it was, was that when John Sally was still doing the reunions. Yes. And yeah. I think she basically said, so this is like for people who don't know basketball wives, <clears throat> one of the, you guys, it's so good. One of the wives said that like one of her best friends on the show basically like was so, a prostitute. No, it was that oh. she said that she, her cancer storyline was boring. And basically what happened was like they, sh- they showed the footage, but it was from an iPhone because like they had shut down filming in a restaurant. Oh, I a hundred percent remember that. And then they like played the iPhone footage in the episode and the other two women, Malaysia and Brandy who were there. <laughs> talk about it the next day and they're like oh Drea went off on you and then they show this footage it's like on an iPhone anyway the point was that like Brandy I remember Brandy being like I talked to her in an interview as for part of my job and she was like you know like we don't know what everyone's filming with like their family or with their professional life so I feel like that is interesting that like Bethany is trying to paint some image of like she doesn't know what Carol's necessarily filming solo so like if Carol is is Carol's storyline her individual storyline about her breakup with Adam and like you know what I mean? Like, like maybe she right. is trying to steer it some way because she hasn't, and her brain has an understanding of like, and I feel like that happened on Basketball Wise when like Dre was like, your, your cancer storyline, you having like, you being in recovery from cancer is boring. And, and Brandy was like, I'm, me and my husband are like going through like a separation. So like, you don't even know what my storyline is. And also they felt such a good point. And also they filmed like a bajillion hours. So, so it's much. not to say that Carol wasn't recording stuff about Adam. Yes. Bethany was just gambling incorrectly on the wrong hand. Bethany was thinking that Carol's story was going to be about recovering from Adam and it's actually the Adam breakup and it's really Carol's story is recovering from breaking up with Bethany. Yeah, it also, yeah, exactly. And if, it, yeah, that's, that's a really, um, Oh my God, Damien, did I, did I make us That's hogtied beautifully. Oh, thank but you But it does so feel much. like that is maybe part of what it is that care, that Bethany hoped that Carol's behavior was as a result of the breakup or that she could make it appear that like Carol and her tension was as a result that like, Carol was going through something. So like, that's why she was being different towards B. How did you feel when you watched this week's episode? Like, how do you feel about this season? Um, I, I feel like New York is always like this where it's like a bunch of good episodes and then it'll be like a dud and then it'll mm-hmm. be like another, like, it'll be like four great ones and then like kind of one stupid one. I felt like this one was pretty good though. Uh, I just, I was left wondering what the next thing is because like I don't want to watch a season of them shitting all over Luann because I do feel like her and I don't and I didn't think that happened yeah I don't think that happened but there but was there's a, obviously like, I don't material know, tin, like yeah like tin like tinsy tinsley like qualifying like her arrest and being like my mugshot and like my prison and my sentence and like and then I was obsessed with actually Dorinda and Bethany being like how into Carol I mean how into Luann like sneaking out of the handcuffs they were yeah because it was so funny and tinsley was like she just wasn't 
like respectful about this and I was like shut up um, well I mean Luann did say I mean like no Tinsley I mean, got arrested not- for like trying to get like a handbag back and Luann got arrested <laughs> I was like I'm gonna murder I just wasn't you. into Tinsley being like she wasn't like respecting the cop like respecting like the the law and I was like okay but Tinsley Mortimer is like West Palm Beach Palm Beach I mean like that is Tinsley yeah, no true I is that she is kind of a little shit, which is the best part of her. Um, but yeah, no, I think this season is good. I mean, I think this is a pretty good lineup of women. I just, I wonder, I guess I don't know what's coming in this season. Like, I feel like allegedly the Carol Bethany stuff is wrapped up, but like, it's clearly not because it's, watching it back has opened up all the new wounds for Carol. And also all of the women online are all like fucking retweeting each other. Luann is at odds with people also, correct? Because weren't she and Dorinda having some sort of feud about like Dorinda's <laughs> drinking verse? Luann, Luann like retweeted or said something about like, well, cause Luann was like, it's not a good look. And Jorinda lost her shit and started tweeting like, Rah. so I think that there was, I don't know how long that lasted, but I do think that Luann is sort of sidling up to Bethany in a way that I found super unexpected, but I guess it's because Luann, if Luann has to choose between Bethany and Carol, she's choosing Bethany, which is such an interesting yeah, Who would have seen that? It's, it's just, just like, so I mean, unexpected. When Lou got drunk and went on and get off again, I'm not, Adam, I mean, I don't know the circumstances of like what Adam and Luann's niece, like their relationship was. Yeah, Nicole, the artist, but who was like, on that terrible SJP reality show. But I do think that like whatever that real life stuff is, like it obviously like still bothers Luann that just like she and I, I kind of was into it honestly. Like, I I know Carol was not into it because that was her boyfriend of three years. But like whatever Luann said, like I can imagine that's not like that's felt like a Luann being real and being like. He is an operator. Come on. He used to date my niece, and then, then he was with her. Like, I get it. Carol was with him for three years, but also, like, it was cool to me because she felt real. Um, I'm so glad you brought that up because, guys, I did just pull up um, Carol's blog this week, and I just want to read one little segment. It's like reading with <laughs> Sarah. Okay. She ends the blog by saying this. I do feel sorry for Luann. She's careening from this dinner toward a jail cell. Sure, she was drunk and belligerent about Adam. None of it was true. Not to mention she randomly demeans all those folks who live in the Midwest. Who cares about that? But still, I'm surprised she said anything at all. Since spending the last three years with Adam, I know a lot about her carousing and have never spoken of it. Adam not only cooked for her for nearly nothing, but he played babysitter for her teenage son when she spent nights out partying with men. So play nice, Luann. Karma can be a swift bitch. So there there's no chance that they'll ever be friends again. And I also find it slightly fascinating that Carol's super against Bethany for age shaming, but a hundred percent dives into slut shaming like mm-hmm. a motherfucker. Like when in doubt ladies, when you're pissed at each other, just call each other a whore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I find it so int- I, I just find it. So I never would have thought that Luann and Bethany would be on such good terms. And I wonder... Are they on such good terms? I think they're forced into it, yeah. Because I don't think... I don't even know. I'm going to just counter myself. I don't know that they have to be forced into it, but I feel like Luann decided a certain point... Am I team Bethany next season if it's Bethany with Jill and Luann? Maybe. Guys, I never thought about Luann in that dynamic. <laughs> Hold on, this just this I is think like Luan breaking is, my is brain the MVP a little bit. Of this season, thus far, you don't think Sonia's giving us Sonia? No way, she's not giving anything. She's a... she to me, she's like the most non-factor of the season. <laughs> she's like LeBron, but LeBron losing because it's like she has so many talents for good TV, but like they don't actually mean she a championship. Going on in her real life right now, she's surrounded me. by like plastic on her four poster right. bed she's and like several glasses moments, and CBS, but like, but and like it's not. Food. She doesn't have any of the drama. I feel like they were trying to, well, they were trying to implicate, that was the interesting thing of like every, it's Bethany's on an island alone because it seemed like Sonia was going to be the one on an island alone. And now, and are now people, they were like friends. Remember that Mender and Carol was mad at that party when Bethany was defending Sonia to Tinsley. She was like, you never thanked her. And Carol yeah. was like, what are you doing? You're like defending Sonia for like, why are you arguing? Right. And then Bethany was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So I feel like there is this, there is something between Sonia and Bethany. Yeah. And I think Beth, I mean, I love Sonia, but I do think that she's like so desperate to not like lose her job that she's sort of like, yeah, sure. So do you think she's decided that like pretending like she is, and who, I don't know how much of this is pretending, but playing up the great gardens of it all. I mean, like she yes. knows in that scene when she's laying in a bed yes. that like, this is going to look tragic, yeah, but also she, hilarious. Yes. And like, she's a vegan, but she eats scallops or whatever. Yeah. Like people, someone's telling her that it's funny and she's like, okay. Maybe one of her like 
Wednesday night gay parties. They're yeah. like, here's all the shit you yeah, can Yeah, I mean, do. it is hilarious and it's genius. I don't know how like clued into it she is. Like, I think she's, I think she's great comic timing, but I don't know that she she's does. always aware of the circumstances that make things funny. Do you, what's going on with um, Sonia and Ramona? What's happening with Ramona, by the way? Ramona's on her, like, eighth oh, new so, phase. Oh, so, wait, we never talked about this on, on recording, sorry. We were talking about it prior to hitting it record. But I think that something is coming with Sonia, uh, Ramona. Oh, yeah, tell the listeners. Because so, Damien came prepared. I, like, walked into his apartment. He's like, how are you? Um, here's a clip. So there's this, the moment um, where all of the women are talking about Luann's arrest. And there's a moment with Dorinda and... Ramona, where they are talking about Luann was arrested, blah, blah, blah happened. She was in whatever. Where was she? Palm Beach. And or West Palm. West depending. Palm. <laughs> Palmish. And, and then they're like, you know, and Dorinda says, like, did you go to her part, that party, that New Year's party? And Ramona's like, no. But like, she says it like weird. And then they like, they cuts to a different scene and then it comes back and Dorinda's like, anybody who went to that party is like fucking garbage, trash, piece of Tom's shit. Tom's party. Yeah, right. Tom's party. And then like cuts to like Ramona's face and she's just, like kind of making a strange face and then it like cuts out and I was like oh something is coming where like Ramona oh. was even there M- Ramona was either there or somehow she is involved and knows because she did say like I saw Tom a bunch when I was there right so like there's something coming about what she knew at the party or saw at the party or somehow that she was involved and I'm excited because I feel like she's been on too good of behavior this season almost I mean when R- Ramona and Bethany are, when Ramona's screaming on the phone with Bethany While in walking, a fight her, like, and you're like is Ramona right in this scenario she was no she was i'm just like she has been too good this season like her delusions haven't where's bad yeah like they haven't caused conflict yet and i feel like something is coming with the luann tom situation that she is somehow culpable so you think that ramona potentially attended tom's new year's eve party which was held on the same yacht as his engagement party that's what we're talking about it's like a fucking party on a boat which by the way sounds like a nightmare for me i would not want to go to a yacht i need a drumming yeah um, Sounds so gross, but and also yeah, like how that, gross of him. I think He's somehow she d- was duplicitous. there, or somehow like she knows something that went down there, and it was like trying to like figure out how to play it in that scene with Dorinda, and then they edited it to make her look like you could just see her like almost saying something, and then like thinking, and like Dorinda's like piece of shit garbage. She would go to that <laughs> party, and she's just like, and <laughs> Ramona's face is so good. Go back and rewatch it. So it's at second six. On my DVR. <laughs> um, I am super into the. Can you? I just don't. I don't think that she actually attended it. I think that what happened was a bunch of her friends attended, and she probably was like, "Get as much information as you can and report back to me, just so I know." What's her name? Was there Misty? Missy. Oh, Missy. Missy was probably Missy was one hundred percent there, and the fake woman that Tom was in a relationship with that they referenced this season, but she wasn't the woman who like has the last name of somebody famous, but she's not related to them. I forget. Oh, I don't know who. I forget. Is like are Missy and Ramona. Like, is that what happens when, like, you know this because you're a straight person. Like, is that when you're a straight person and, like, live and stay in New York City? Like, and you're that, single? What? Yeah. What's the question? Like, what is, like... Why do you look that way? No, not with how they look. Just, like, their lives. Like, they're all still, like, partying. And, like, why is everybody, like, fucking Tom? Like, <laughs> like there's, like, others. Like, well, is no, it because you're in New York is, and he's, like, a... No, a I think sing- this is a woman of a certain age when you're single or whatever. And there's only so many men. And there's a fucking ton of women. And for some reason, these women choose to have sex with a man that looks like a ballpoint pen. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, I don't think Tom is ugly. I just also, he seems terrible. I don't think being terrible is a deal breaker. That's probably Mm. something that turns them on a little. I mean, I don't understand Tom because I don't think Tom has any money and I just, so I don't understand it. I don't find him personally attractive, but I guess his shit works. Like what, what does he have going for him? Like what's his LinkedIn special skills in the boudoir? Like, I don't understand why everyone's surrounding themselves with him. I mean, him. he owns his apartment to me. That's rich. You know, does <laughs> My, he own his apartment? I'm actually yeah, shocked so, by right? that. No? He's like fake penthouse. I think he owned his penthouse, but his I, maybe, best, I, made, but I maybe I made that up, but I thought he did. Okay. Well, kudos to him for that. Because, um, because Luann sold her place to move into his place. Right. Well, Luann had her Hamptons place. Which she still has, no? And, but, and Luann sold her townhouse when she got divorced from the Count. Where was Luann living in the... In, oh, with Jacques. And then she lived with Sonia, allegedly. Right. And then she lived with Sonia while they were filming for production purposes. And then she started fucking Tom. Yeah, I guess. I don't think she sold anything for him. I think she just found housing with him Got by it. by the Moving fact in. that they were married well, for um, an okay, hour and just a half. Just de- uh, deviating for a moment, but what do you think t- um, production had to do f- to Tinsley to get her to let Sonia stay with her? 
I think because that's clearly like I think that's a real thing where they were like, "Hey, we're filming these three days, and Sonia's staying here in your spare bedroom." I think Tinsley was 100 percent into it because she knew she would get camera time, and it thought it would be like redemption. Also, 100%. like it would like redeem her if they, she came across as ungrateful to anybody. I actually, to be honest, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but the way that Sonia was suggesting it to Tinsley, like maybe I'll stay one night, maybe two, made me think it was actually kind of real. Is that terrible? No, I think it was real. Oh yeah, because I, think I think that she here's, really here's couldn't. The like the tin- fumes at a certain point if in her apartment would kill her. And you have your family's money, but then you also have your. She has ex- no family money, and then you have your. She does not have money. a lot of Mortimer money. And does she have money from her ex husband? She does. No Mortimer money. I no. think she probably got a lump sum. Yeah, she's Tinsley Mortimer. Her maiden name I forget. Oh. Her family is a great, great standing in Virginia, but not actual serious wealth. But they had a beautiful house oh. and beautiful. Staff, but they did not have a huge checking savings. So she married Mortimer. Um, uh, what's his name? Topper Mortimer. So yes. it's Tinsley and Topper. And I think for whatever reason, she kind of walked away from that with not, I don't think she got alimony or something. There's some weird financial thing. I think she was actually doing it like morally. You know how some women like marry a rich man and they're like, I don't need your wealth, which I think is ridiculous. I think you take that shit and you walk up like Ashley Potomac, mm. but they're like, Oh yeah, that's a good, I want to prove my love. Yeah, and it's like, no, sweetie, like yeah. keep, keep the money, <laughs> please, please give the money. Um, so I don't know how much wealth she had, but I also think that like just the way that Sonya was saying it made me think either maybe production told her this was going to happen. And Sonia didn't know how to actually like communicate it to Tinsley effectively, or Sonia was like, "I really do need a place to stay. I'm depending on the kindness of strangers." Like, let me ask Tins. I think that if you're Tinsley, you didn't need to stay with Sonia, and that was yes, totally a 100%. point to be on the show. Hundred like, percent. They probably did. She probably did stay with her for some of the time while they were filming, just yep. to make it look real and be 100%. real. But I think that Sonia does not have like the same resources as like. Tinsley. Tinsley. So she yeah. probably needed need a place to stay. And they were like, this would be fun because you'd right. stay, have had Luann there and then you had Tinsley. Right. And now this is like paying it forward. And now, you know, Coupon Cabin is making it possible for Tinsley to have a fucking... Let's talk about Coupon Cabin. Louis we've, Vuitton. We've never talked about the commercials said. on the podcast. I need to talk about the commercials and the acting in them. John and Dorinda are the stars of the... Like when he says remote, well, I'm stirring to how you doing? She goes, not well, bitch. And then he goes, clip. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, I watched the commercial like seven times the other here's day. Here's the problem is that I don't watch the shows live while they air because <gasps> it gives me too much anxiety and I don't have a DVR. So I watch them the next day online or I'll watch them on the TV the next day. I have never seen one of the coupon cabin, but I've heard of them, but I've never actually seen it. Guys, I think I just gave myself Andy's girls homework. Yeah, it's really good. Tell me all about them. Like, describe it to me. It's just like, well, the one that I'm, there's one that I recently have seen where they're all in an elevator and it's so. And it's like literally for Coupon Cabin, by the way. It's literally for Coupon Cabin. And when I say they're all in an elevator, I mean Dorinda, John, Tinsley, her boyfriend who owns Coupon Cabin. Scott. And Carol and Adam. And it's like the three of them are like in the elevator with their bows. And oh it's like Tinsley's the voiceover of like what you can get for Coupon Cabin. And then it's like them being like, oh, God. Like, it's like, I don't know the scene. And then the end of the scene is like John being like, Dorinda, how you? Because they're all stuck in an elevator. And Dur- he's like, how you doing over there, Dorinda? And she's like, not well, bitch. But then like they all like break. Like they're all like not good actors. So they all start laughing. And then John's like, what? John's like clip. And then it, like it ends. The commercial ends. But <laughs> what like, does that have to do with coupons in a cabin? It's just like the, it's like the button to the commercial is like Dorinda's catchphrases. But like you can tell they're actually all having a lot of fun filming it. Yeah, because so they're friends. It's like they, they just went to Dubai together or whatever. Who? Yeah, the three of them? Dorinda, Carol, and um, Tinsley, yeah. Oh, that is driving Bethany nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bethany. So She's so pissed. She's so pissed. And it's not being recorded. It's just like them living their best lives. Right, but it also like they also know that it, how it looks. Like they're posting stuff on social media. Yeah, with Caroline Stansbury. And they get to go of Ladies on, of London. And they like to get to go on the reunion now and say that they all just went on vacation together and like make, Oh, that's such a good point. I didn't even think yeah, like, of that. Of course they know that that's how it looks. I forgot that Caroline Stansbury was there, and then I was wondering if she's like angling to try to like get to be on Oh god, I would love it. She would give Bethany a run for her money. Because she's like very she quick, but she's also like insane. All over Bethany, and it would be she would eat Bethany for breakfast, and I would love it. I feel like it would take a certain type of person who has a certain type of name or f- fame or money to really be able to squash Bethany though. Well, like Car- a, Carol is doing a, not a bad I mean, job. No, Carol is like, it definitely has, she doesn't have, have the funds. She doesn't have the funds and like her, she's her a different kind of celebrity. Level. Exactly. Right. But yes, like her, her quick wit and like her like argument, skill, argument, uh, her skills in argumenting, uh, ar- what the arguing, arguing. Guys, you. we went to Marymount. It's hard. Okay. Um, it's hard for us to talk. Argumenting. Um, <laughs> but no, I, yeah, like, 
I just want to watch Bethany, the downfall of her. And that makes me kind of feel mean that I just But you're watching it on TV. I know. I just, like, I need her to know that she brought this on herself by being mean She to will people. never know that. She is turning into Jill Zarin. And like Jill, the world was against her. And one day she will find redemption. And I don't know. It's not going to be this season 100%. But I think one day she will figure out a way to manipulate something or, unfortunately, maybe something in life will befall her. Again, is that the right word? Who's Mm -hmm. to say? Um, And I think that maybe that will be the only point when, um, I I don't know, she'll come back to a place of, like, being humble. I mean, it's all just so dumb. It's like I don't trust Bethany. Like, Bethany's doing amazing charity work, which is great, but that doesn't excuse being a dick, A, and it doesn't mean you've spent your life doing charity. Like, Bethany's saying that Carol's only obsessed, is obsessed with her hair and how she looks, and it's like, Carol said this in her blog. It's like, which one of you has a full-time stylist? Which one? I mean, like, we're talking about wearing clip-ins I could give a shit about, but, like, it's just, it's not... Who's wearing clip-ins? Oh, Carol said Bethany. Oh, that's funny. That's, like, <laughs> that's such a good read. It's tart. It's it's a tart response. It's so cool. It's such a, it's such a funny read. <laughs> but it's also, like, it's Bethany being super disingenuous. I, the thing with... I just, honestly, I can't stop thinking about what Bethany said about Adam being an operator because it annoys the shit out of me because I am... I'm an event consultant, so I, I'm a consultant. I'm at... I'm for, uh, for hire, at hire, whatever the fuck, some kind of hire, and um, wish I was high, and um, <laughs> and I have no benefits, and you get jobs the way that you get them, and that means that sometimes there are gaps in time where you might have a job, or there are gaps in time where you have like thirty thousand of them, and it also means that there are opportunities where people say like, can you don't can you donate your time to my charity? Can you help me with this? And frankly, if you're in the middle of doing another event or if you're in the middle of strategizing or pitching or something, sometimes you genuinely can't afford to volunteer. And that's just one of the shitty parts of not being, you know, there are great things like, you know, I can hop on a plane to LA, but there are also moments where it's like, yeah, you actually can't do that. So when Bethany is inferring that, or again, guys, words are really hard today, but when Bethany is, it's not even that she's inferring, she's genuinely literally saying that Adam is a shitty person and an operator for not going with her to Puerto Rico to take photos of her for her to use. It's not like he was laying brick on the ground and building housing. It was working on social media for her so that she can promote what she's doing. I just thought that was so especially shitty knowing that she's surrounding herself by sycophants who she pays. Like, she has her staff of people to show up at the Red Cross with fucking cash cards. totaling a th- weird. Totaling $1,000, by the way. I thought of all the shit that she's saying about how people aren't donating enough or whatever and they're not supporting Puerto Rico and Carol isn't, that she would show up with more than a K in cash cards, which I assume are things that other people donated. I assume it was from Be Strong, which is supported in large part by amazing fans and people that are donating, you know, small amounts of money, which is incredible and should be, they should be commended for that. But I, I was like, I don't, I don't know that this is coming from Bethany's pocket and also a thousand dollars. And then the person from the Red Cross is like overwhelmed with joy. And it's like, guys, like what's happening? And your assistant's doing it on camera to show. That's what was weird. It, it was, was like, it felt very celebrity apprentice to, to me. It, like it didn't feel like Real Housewives. Them to Luann or showed up to, I don't know. But and also felt- why wasn't she there? Something with her kid, I guess. I forget. All right. Blame Bryn. She said something. There was a reason, but... There's always a reason. I just don't know if it's like a I good remember one. When then, where, uh, where was Kevin, by then, the way? Couldn't then, Kevin have given blood? And then Luann was like... Thanks. Um, no, with the thing when, when Bethany said she couldn't go, and Luann was like, okay, maybe you can send a donation. <laughs> Which is real. Yeah, but like it was just so funny because it was like it felt weird, like the way Beth Luann said it, and then Bethany was like, "Okay, all right." Here's what I think is going to happen: Bethany's going to show up to the reunion. She's going to pray a lot. She's probably going to cry, and then she's going to present a fucking X. You know those like huge, crazy cartoon-sized checks? She's going to do that to Carol. She's going to give Carol a big check for the marathon and be like, "I'm so sorry. Here's money for the marathon." And she's going to hope that that Carol that that like. That's not going to happen. That Carol shuts the fuck up. 100%. <laughs> you don't think... I think that... Because Carol keeps raising that point over and over again. Or maybe I'm like, just psychotic and keep referencing it. I feel like Andy's probably not friends with either of them anymore. And they both probably... I think Carol is so overproduction right now. Because she thinks that Bethany is getting a much better edit than she should be. And she's like ready to tear into her at the reunion. Because um, when Carol shared one of her blogs on Twitter, she said, this is edited. And I have friends that work for The Daily Dish. Like, I know that they have to edit... The blogs, like that's part of their job. Wait, Carol said Carol didn't say that. The edit. Oh, you did. You you're saying that Daily Dish. Well, I'm saying that Carol said in one of her tweets, like, "This is my blog for this week. 
edited but still pretty good or something right like no like saying that an editor had to edit it right and then i died because i was like what does that mean yeah so an editor has to edit them just to like make sure that they're like you know not being too disparaging to anybody towards anybody also like making sure that storylines you know match up and that like i don't know i'm probably i don't know if i'm allowed to say this but yeah just like they have to edit them to like make sure they're not like giving away production secrets so that like everything is you know they can't say like too much about production in the in their blogs i'm so glad you said that because i saw that tweet and lost my damn mind because i was like it's after i read the blog and i was like wait the blog was edited and, and then like i read the programmer and stuff and like right things, yeah. i mean sort of um but <laughs> i read something about the fact that it was edited because she was talking about behind the scenes stuff and couldn't have been like i think oh, i think probably, in this yeah. blog carol went all I think in. she's overproduction. I think she's I don't know mad. that it, I don't know that she's overproduction. I think she's over Bethany and she's taking no prisoners and she's calling out every ounce of bullshit. I don't think that Carol's thinking I don't want to do this anymore. I think Carol's thinking like I hate you Bethany we're never going to be friends. Do you think Bethany's going to quit after the season? I don't think I think Bethany as a businesswoman knows she's getting dragged and this would be the absolute worst time for her to be back. But I do think that Bethany's gonna try to threaten production and there's been stuff that's leaked about like Bethany's not sure she wants to come back, which is her saying essentially she's saying through the press, like threatening to leave by being like, I'm sad. Like I think that she is going to threaten to walk if they don't find her um, an ally and and Luann, you can't really trust in that way because no no she won't. I die for she'll, Luann, but she'll Luann... get drunk and be like I fucking hate her too right. <laughs> like that's what I love about her so much is like I, I think that Luann can be like really real oh my God, I, I just, die for Luann. but I literally don't think she cares about any of the women maybe Dorinda but I also think that she might like betray Dor- Dorinda but like she literally would like get drunk and be like I'm not friends with any of these women <laughs> yeah they're all like loser bitches yeah she'd be like none, they all talk shit I mean I don't give a fuck right which is like kind of amazing yeah so Beth he's like i need someone who can that person be it's probably going to be do you think it, jillian do you, do you think that we i don't know if that's her do you think name. that's it's really true Jill. do you think that that's true do you think that that is like a real thing that's circling in production right now that they do you think Jill that they wants it she said it in like a P- in people magazine or something so that, bad. that she would come back as a friend of she leaked something to page six oh, about like oh. a while ago about how like Bravo needs to like tell her what's going on. She doesn't feel respected, which is that's actually the Jill Zarin version of an olive branch where she's like, people, people want to know, like people who need people. And and Jill needs people, and those people are the producers from Rousers of New I York. Mean, it, this is the time to get her to come back because like it is the time, it's like a redemption for her also for like the way she went out, but also like yeah. the loss of her husband gets the viewer yeah. automatically on her side because you're like, oh my God, like she's going through a real life thing. And listen. I am super into Jill being back, okay? Like, I'm super into it. I think it's a great idea. I fully support it. I hope she comes back on Andy's Girls and talks about it. I I just want to say, having not seen next week's episode, I'm just, I just want to say, okay, I'm not, like, upset about saying it. Like, I'm not trying to, like, count saying it. I do think it's a little weird that we're watching her return to Housewives happen Outside of her husband's funeral, which means at a certain point, a PA was like, it's time to film, right? And it's like literally outside of her husband's funeral. I'm just saying I'm super into her returning. And I know that Bobby would want this. I'm being totally serious. I know that Bobby would want this because he he wanted Jill Jill to be happy and Jill was happy on camera. I'm just saying, though, that like it's a strong return I'm going to say, I'm just saying 30 or 45 more times, just like Carol's age. Um, I just think that it's a little weird that her return is happening, but it's hard for me to say that because I'm desperate for her to come back. Yeah, I think that, like, you know, I remember I didn't watch OC really at the time, but I remember Andy sort of saying when Vicky got the phone call that her mom had died and they were filming. Oh, my God, during Bunko. What a night. And I think that the production tried to, like, stop for a moment and she was like oh. keep filming and Andy really? talk, called that out on watch what happens live I think he called it out to her maybe and she was like I just felt like she was like it was terrible she's like but I felt like the viewers like my fans and the viewers were like they were they had been there for mm-hmm. everything up to that so like yeah. they were entitled to see how it played out she's and, very mature and also like really yeah, it's well like, it's like one of those weird moments where i like love vicky because i feel like the thing that she is that she the thing that she and Teresa have is like they don't like sometimes they are like literally pieces of shit but like they are 100 percent like their own the, their authentic piece of shit self and yeah. it's like it's compelling um and i think that like 
that the, that is the weird thing about this is that like Jill wasn't even on the show, and someone was like, someone had to be like. Jill, like, Bobby's not doing well. Do we want to film with her? Text somebody and be like, I texted Allie because Jill wasn't responding. And then Allie says her mom's interested. And it's like, we're going to, the funeral, the, the Shiva set for this day. They're going to do a memorial. Do you want to film? Who's going from the cast? Like, and then a PA had to, like, orchestrate with either Jill, Allie, or somebody else who's connected to them. And, like, it's not really any of the women because I don't think that any of those women are, like, in Jill's top ten best friends and family. Like, so it was, like, somebody had to get there and, like, put a mic on her. And, yeah, it does does feel weird and sad. I am excited as a viewer who, like, wants to see the arc. But I also – it feels, like, a little bit like, oh, my God, like, this is television. Can I also just say in the teaser for next week, Bethany's like, I get it. I'm alone, too. (laughs) I know, and, and I was like, "Oh it's my god!" They're going to be together now. But also, like, Jason's not dead, boo. You just filed for primary custody, and it set off a war. Like, Jason didn't die a slow, terrible death. Like, it's not the same. Like, Jason wasn't the love I of your life. Was, you were I married for an hour just, and a half. I think she was just trying to say, like, you know, she's oh, like, are you what defending I- Bethany? What's happening, by the way? I still like her. Who, Bethany? Yeah. You you do? Yeah. Ew, you still like Bethany? Wait, I feel like I literally feel like I'm having a heart attack. What are you talking about? Wait a second. I was defending Bethany in that moment, and I feel like you got defensive that I was defending. I did. And you were like, I like her. <laughs> I don't like her, but I was defending her in that moment. That I Wait, think, in a second. This is like real. I just like, it I felt really like we were like training. We just got, I feel like we just got into a fight because you were like, wait, what? I still like her. I do still. I don't actively do not like her. Here's the thing: is that I I am angry at her. I'm just angry at her her for two and a half years. I really pissed at her, but I do think that like if someone just. I don't know. She slams her head against a wall enough or like actually does see a therapist and not doctor, whatever the fuck its name is for TV, Amador or whatever the fuck. Um, I, I, I think that there might be like a little bit of hope for her. Maybe I just think she's a, being a horrible garbage person right now. Have you ever gone back to rewatch like seasons one through three? Yeah, but I've seen them so many times. I just was curious, like, does she as a, the hero and the fan favorite, like hold up in in hindsight yes because i feel like part of it is just that's like, a quick yes by the way quick yes i just i wonder because she i don't know i wonder how different she is as a person because i also like she a lot of it is also just like her status has changed so like you can't be the mean one who calls everybody out and like i'm always right when you have also have everything when you have everything right because before it worked but now she because she was like the scrappy underdog who was like the she was the viewer's entryway into this crazy lifestyle of like New York socialites. But now she is a New York quote-unquote socialite. I mean, that's used loosely. She's a reality celebrity in New York City yeah. who has a lot of She's money. She's a celebutant. She's a bravo celebrity. And the other women are sort of have a lot of them have fallen from grace. So like you can't just be the shitty one who's always right and gets to shit on everyone because you're not the underdog anymore. Like Sonia's the underdog and Luann is the underdog. Like Lou Tinsley is the underdog. Like these are women who are like coming back from things. No one has said, Bethany knows that she's like in a great, great place from like a power perspective, but nobody has told her that she is not the underdog. She still, she still operates from a place of thinking she's the underdog while also feeling like she should be superior to everybody else. She was financially superior. She was superior from a business sense. And now she feels like because of Puerto Rico, she's morally superior. Um, I, not to just put a pin in this, but I just feel like we have to end soon, and I want to just mention a couple points about Potomac. Is that oh okay? my god, please mention everything. Can I also just say one quick thing, which is that when Ramona referenced Luann saying she's away, I was like, oh my god, it's like Jersey meets New York, mm-hmm. where it felt like a little Joe Giudice, Giudice, um, Judice, which I was 100% into. And also, um, just one more thing, Bethany was a complete shit to bring up Puerto Rico when she was trying to apologize to Dorinda, which if you want to talk about like, is Bethany oh, the same yeah. person that she was before? It's like, that's a good example of why not. Yeah. But um, tell me everything about Potomac. Well, I thought, okay, so I think Should she... we drive drunk after this? <laughs> that is so crazy. Which is also apparently the best case scenario that, so crazy. that Carol was thinking about when she heard about Luann, which I thought was kind of amazing. But um, yeah, tell me about Potomac. I think that Ashley trying to negotiate her um, prenup on camera and her husband calling her out was so cool. It was. I live for Ashley. She is like the star of the show because she's pushing it all. She's pushing it all and risking everything. Was she doing that for good TV or was she actually thinking she should negotiate on camera? I think she was doing it for good TV. I think she was doing it for too good TV. I watched it again today. I think he like couldn't believe it. 
I think he, he was, was also genuinely like, like this is shocked. Not... He was like, we're not doing this. And he was also like, I have standards. You apparently do not. He was like, I would never use being on camera as a negotiating. And then they fucking included it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like, I love when different franchises like dance around the fact that they're on a reality show. Mm-hmm. And that was like, they were fucking tangoing around. Yeah, totally. Like it was like, they used it. They included it. She fucking signed it. So she didn't give a shit. Yeah. She was like, I'm, I'm doing this because I love you and I'll never divorce you. But also like, when am I getting that lump sum? And it's like. Shit. Yeah, I love her. It was magical. So that was a real I thought that was an excellent moment. I was um this happened I think two weeks ago, but I weeped, weeped, weeped. Follow me on Instagram stories to see that snap that Instagram story of me weeping <gasps> when the medium talks to Robin and Juan Dixon because I, I nothing oh I loved it. Guys, I'm giving him side eye. I love it. Why did it. you love it? I just thought like I loved it, like that was real. That you could not Google those things. And like I loved it like You could though. I watched his, his HBO special. His, you hundred percent could. His mom's nickname and What's his, his mom name? Like Anne Marie and they said it was like AM or something. What was it? Elizabeth and the psychic was like it's Liz and he was like dying? It was like Anita and it was like neat or something like that. Okay. It and felt very also Tyler his biologic father, biological father was not his biological... I mean, his biological father was a per- different person. You know what's amazing about that? I watched that on an HBO Sports special. There's an HBO Sports special about Wong Dixon. I watched it like a fucking year ago. And it's easy Google. Easy Google. Anyway, the whole thing was so great, and I loved it, it was so terrible. much. It made me weep. Um, I'm so I'm rooting for them, and I was also really into Juan Dixon this week because when Giselle showed up to like go on the double date, and, and he, he was, like, and he was like, "Wait, where's Sherman?" And she was like, "He's not coming." He was like, "Are you serious?" And then he was like, "I could have been at the game." And then he was like, "Giselle, what are you doing? You love this man." And I was like, "Who is this man?" I was like, Juan Dixon has like legit like not wanted to be on camera for three seasons, and now, and now he's like having a full blown like conversation about Giselle's relationship with her. I was so here for it. I think he just realized he gets checks and he was like oh my god this is amazing husbands don't get paid oh shit well she does and that's enough um wait who else did i have i want to end i want to end on giselle karen i don't have a lot to say about she is the gift that keeps on giving she is so nuts um i'm monique i'm sad about her storyline but still love her um and love chris i love monique and chris i love their relationship what about candace's fiance I mean, the stuff about his son, like, that was real. I don't know. That was really weird is what it was. There's just, like, a lot of question marks that come to mind. When, and I know, like, it gets complicated when it's, like, kids and people that aren't married. Like, the, yeah, he probably like, legally can't talk about certain things on camera. But, like, wh- I want to know the real truth to it. Love um, it. Is that everybody? Um, oh, Sharice isn't a housewife this season, but she is still gr- the gift that keeps on giving, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Giselle, though, like, so this is, like, I, what I can't get around over is that, like, Monique's ammunition to get back at Giselle this season is to bring Sherman's ex-wife onto the show which as a friend. Which is so shitty. It's like, and then reference the park arrest thing, which is fucking It's just like nuts. such a crazy move and I'm into it. And it's also happening though after the breakup, which makes it so much worse, right? Because they're both spawned women. Yeah. The only thing that... It should have happened earlier. But I guess it, he, they, their relationship was always troubled. I mean, it's like, it's shitty. It would have probably made more of an impact if she was, it's actually more hurtful to do it now because Sherman dumped her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Would have been better if they were still together. And it's like kind of nasty, but also really, I mean, I think it really draws a line in the sand with, with like Monique and now, and like Giselle and Robin Yeah, if there now. wasn't a lawn drawing, drawn prior, it's yeah, like, like 100% happening. Yeah, it's like, I'm trying to think of like another example of a time when that's happened on another franchise where someone was like, oh, you want to be a bitch to me and keep making fun of me and be like, I'm the queen bee of this franchise? Okay, here we go. I'll bring on your ex's ex. I mean, I think it's probably Ramona bringing Missy on over and over and over again, including to the Bendel holiday pro- party, which is not as bad though. It's that's not, not as, as bad. bad because like Tom was like a playboy and like wasn't ever, like, was this woman his ex-wife? It no. was. Missy. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. No, the Potomac woman. Yeah, like, wife. yeah. Like, the, it just feels like there's a little bit more, like, depth to that. And that, like, it's like, oh, that's and, really, like, and they just broke up and it just feels shitty. And their marriage, right, broke down because he was arrested in the park for soliciting a prostitute or something. And that's how this wife found out they were getting divorced. Isn't that what they said? I don't remember that, but yeah, that sounds right. It's like, crazy yeah so i'm excited Potomac Potomac is so is, good i don't know i think it's really delivering you know i'm a fan of it so uh i don't know a lot of good stuff happened i'm glad these two franchises are really satiating me honestly in a what at coming out of beverly hills which was such a like a blah yeah that was do you have any crazy. good tea for me of things that are happening off camera for other franchises well um mazel to jackson Brittany. <gasps> 
who got engaged. It's the ugliest ring of all time. I am so not here for it. They both um, referenced that it'll be on season seven in their announcement. Free ring? Do you think it was taped, the recorded, the actual engagement? Yeah, they said it was. And then their <laughs> cast members threw them a surprise engagement shower. So they're already filming? Yeah. Which is why... I bet that they... F- yeah. I bet that they filmed special for it. So that they have the footage. Might have been why I saw, like, Sheena and some of them working when I was there in L.A. Maybe because, like, now that they're back in production, they have to, like, pretend to work there. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. Did you tell me that it's in their contracts? Somebody, I read somewhere, like, it's in their contracts. I think I read something and then said that out loud. work, like, once a week or something. Yeah, that they, like, do it now and again, which is, like, comical. That, like, if someone probably gives them, like, a big tip and it's, like, $100 and they're, like, this is peanuts to me, I'm, like on a tv show i make bajillions or whatever i mean i'm a bajillion yeah i don't know how much they actually make. i feel like they make a decent amount now they probably make per episode a couple grand sheena's um ex rob was on a podcast i don't remember the name of it and was like saying some shit about how he looked bad on camera and it was production's fault and he wanted to break up with sheena before and it but it didn't happen and so then he had to like drag out their relationship i don't know it's bullshit i actually don't like him also like did he i feel like i don't feel like those people make money for being on the show when you're just like somebody's like when you're just like in a relationship with someone who's on a reality show i think that she asked him to be on the show and then he was like okay and then he that started happening and he hated it and he couldn't get out of it. But I don't care. He's like still Patrick. garbage. Patrick is so bad. Oh my God. Patrick was the worst. Okay. We're going to talk about this guys on the after show, which is, um, the amazing Andy's girls video weekly chat show. It'll, this episode will be up on Wednesday. So once you're done listening to this amazing Michigas, turn into the after show, you download the after show by going to your app store. I have an iPhone. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Everybody else. Just go to it, download TV Party app, okay? And then once you're inside that magical app, you're going to go to Original Series, and you're going to see the Andy's Girls After Show with a fun little caricature illustration thingy of Samoa. So tune into that. You'll see um, inside Damien's living room, which is really exciting. Um, huh. It's phenomenal. Uh, Damien Bellino, such a pleasure. Um, Thanks for having being me. Being on your couch. This was so amazing. So much to come with Jill Z. I can't wait to get your thoughts as soon as next week um, oh airs because it's going to be wait. like, I literally can't wait. Like, rest in peace, Bobby, forever. But, like, holy shit, I'm like coming to life from this. I know, I can't wait. Um, guys, so good. Um, tweet us at Sarah Galley and at Damien Bellino. Send us photos. And by us, I mean myself and Kristen Takeman. Tag us on Twitter and or Instagram. Um, tag both of us with the hashtag last night's look a photo of you in a sassy outfit and win a fucking Andrew Scrolls t-shirt that all the fabulous people wear to gay bars in like Midtown or whatever yes, yes. and top of color nail polish and we'll talk to you soon guys I hope you enjoyed it um, can't wait to kick you with you next week bye guys